All right, back at it again. So, Tyler. That's good. I wanted to ask you this last week because we spoke about disowning your children and such and uh, completely slipped my mind. So I'm asking you to ask you right now, is there anything your kid could do to you or the family that would make you disown them? Uh, you know, that's kind of hard. Um, I don't think there's really a lot. What I would say is probably if they like were killing other members of the family or like something like that. So murder. Then I'll <laughs> yeah. Then I'll probably like this. You gotta be murking niggas. That's like the only way. Either either murking niggas, so like like I wake up and like they killed like their mother. Damn. That would be like quite yeah, devastating. That would be devastating. I'd be like, nigga, what or frankly killed my mom, like the grandmother. Oh shit. Their yeah. Grandmother. Or uh my father, really just like, if they were like killing anybody in the family or anyone who I would consider family, yeah, probably that. Um, what if it was also, an accident? If you're... Uh, it's a little bit different there? A little bit different, but I need to see the circumstances. Mm. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how is this an accident, nigga? Like, you know? <laughs> like, if, you, if you're in, like, like, you know what I'm saying? But, like... If, like, X, I, w- I would have to honestly just see. Now, like, obviously, if they're driving a car and then they get into a car accident and, you know, they're riding with, like, their moms or their sister or, like, someone else in the family and that person yeah. happens to die. Yeah. That's a little different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, that, I wouldn't, like, disown them, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially, like, they just got to, they just happened to get into a car accident and this is just very unfortunate. Yeah, they're probably very remorseful um, at that point. Exactly. Like, I know they weren't purposely trying to, like, flip the whip type shit. Uh, also, I would say maybe if they're, like, robbing me or somehow scamming me, I de- depending on how much they take from me, uh, I, you might you might get disowned or cut off. Or so, if, so if your son or daughter were to rob you of, like, at least, like, two mil and, like... Just go. Out oh dip. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I can't. I, don't, I can't trust you. <laughs> like that. But I can't trust you at all. I can't trust you. And then also, I can tell that you ain't. Like you really don't. Like fuck with mm. me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though they your kid and shit like that. But like, damn, you robbing your parents of that much money. Like obviously, you really have no love or no care for your yeah. parents. Yeah. Like I've obviously there's some type of disconnect there. Whatever that might be. It could even be my fault or whatever, but like regardless, I'm like, yo, I can't trust. You. What if? Because like that's just a fucked up thing to do to your parents. What if? What if they talk bad about bad about you behind your back, like they bad mouth you to other people and shit. Uh, I probably wouldn't disown them, but I would probably just change our relationship. Because like disown means like I ain't fucking with you. Yeah, at I'm all. never talking to you again. Type you shit. You know, I'm never talking to you again. Now, if you bad mouthing me behind people. Um. Obviously, it would really hurt me, but I wouldn't disown you. But there'd just be a lot of things I just wouldn't tell you. I would now have to treat you how I treat like a stranger type shit. Like you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. don't disclose certain situations or how I'll treat someone who. You know how some people just like you just you just don't disclose certain. Yeah, you just wouldn't tell to them because like obviously, trust them. yeah. 
Exactly. It would it would be one of those. Um, I probably wouldn't disown you, but I wouldn't be pleased with your actions, and because of that, I gotta treat you differently. Yeah. Which obviously will hurt me, but I wouldn't. I would just play the game at that point. Yeah. I'd be like, damn, I would. It's like that. Nah, okay. How about you? Um. Yeah, I'd have to go with the first thing you said. If uh, they purposefully went out of the way to kill anybody, um, that's uh, that's uh, that's a no go. So I'd probably not talk to you there. Um, if they went out of their way to possibly ruin my marriage, um, I probably wouldn't talk to them there either. Saboteur. Right. So like, <laughs> say say hypothetically, me and my wife were together, and um, for some odd reason, our children decide to do some stupid shit on purpose to to get us to divorce. I'd probably never talk to them again because they essentially just destroyed the family. They separated the family. So that that might yeah. be you know that's more common that's more common in like step families. Yeah, I was even gonna say too like if so say so say I had a son right and um, I'm an older gentleman I'm in my fifties uh, and so odd and he's a younger guy he's in his twenties and I get married and I get a he has a stepmom and she's younger. And if they were to hook up, I'd never talk to him again. I'm like, ah, nigga, like bro, imagine yo. Imagine how, <laughs> imagine walking into your crib. Yeah, I'd be tight. <laughs> be like, honey, I'm home. And see my son there. Like, you walk in your door and your daughter's clapping your girl's yeah, cheeks. I'd be upset. Your son is clapping your I'd girl's be, cheeks. That is rough, tight. bro. I'd definitely get back at That's him. That's a rough sight. I'd definitely try to get back at him. I'd never talk to him again, obviously, but like any girlfriend, I'd make him my mission. I think I might fight him. I'm be honest. I don't know if I'd fight him. I don't know if I'd fight him. I think the fact that uh, I'm never talking to you ever again is more than enough. Because like fighting him means like I might get arrested too. Because if I fight him, my anger might take over and I might end up killing that nigga. No, I wouldn't kill but, him. I would, I, I, I'd understand that. But like, I don't think... I wouldn't kill him and... I feel like I wouldn't mind getting in trouble for just like, you know, punching him maybe like twice. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd get back at him by like uh, anytime he had a girl, like I'd do the same thing to him. Bro, but do that with all his Every, girls? For the rest of his life. For the rest of his life. Bro, I do that to all his girls at all. Top of that, I'm sending him pictures. Facts, bro. I'm, like I'm recording. I'm, I'm recording, recording me fucking his videos girl and then I'm nigga, sending like, it to I'm, him. Videos, no matter what, man. I'm like, the whole, the you know whole what? Do you know what? At that point, yo, you know what you could do to be really petty? What? <laughs> and I know, I know, I know you don't believe in this, but just imagine how fucked up it would be, bro. Make a OnlyFans Damn. and dedicate it to only fucking his, his basically like his girls, girls bro. <laughs> so, so for, so one also, he's tight because you fucking his girls and you making money off it too. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's like the ultimate yeah, fuck that you. Is, that is quite the ultimate fuck you. Um, I would say this though. I would think sending it to just specifically to him is enough. Reason being, um, one, it's going directly to him. So the person who I want to see is seeing it. Two, there's no guarantee that the girls in in that predicament would be okay with me putting them on OnlyFans to begin with. Because like at that point, I am getting them wrapped up in that my own shit. You know, um, they might not care for that. They might just want to get that back at them. So, but also maybe if you. That is true. Maybe you don't do it with all of them, but maybe some of them might be fine with it. And also, you have to make it uh, an incentive. So, like, 
give them some of the profit. Oh hell also, yeah! Also, if you, if you also if you a millionaire, I'm at this not gonna point, need that money. So regardless, like yeah, you just get to them. So that could also play to your role in terms of, and you even got to be like, yo, I won't show your face on there. Uh huh. You might show your you might show your face just to send it to your son. But the censored so version know. would be, but exactly. So like her face won't be on it. <laughs> it's evil, bro. It's evil. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, shit is evil. It's evil that for that's like also like the ultimate disrespect for your son to fuck your. Yeah, girl. that's just ridiculous, bro. That's absolutely ridiculous. Also, at that point, like, what are you doing wrong? Why was your girl seduced by your son anyway? Yeah. How did why this happen? Why would he feel the need to? Of all the women out there, why would he feel the need to go do that? But um, I would disown him because of that. Um, and also, the the robbery situation. So like, if uh, if they set me up, if they set me up to get robbed, or if like um, they actually like scam me out of a lot of money, I'd be upset with that. Uh, those well, are really the only talking? couple things I can think of. What if they were like talking shit behind your back, like in a scenario you gave me? Um, like to I you, like to you, they buddy buddy, but like they like try to like spam. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disown them, but I would definitely one limit the amount of information they get about me. So that's number one. Um, I wouldn't trust them as much, so I probably wouldn't talk to them um, as freely as I once did. Um, hmm. Yeah, I would I would leave it at that, man. I don't know if I'd disown them. It depends on it depends on how negatively they're talking about me now. Like if they're like straight up like deforming my name, like kinda like a defamation lawsuit, then okay, fine. I might never talk to you again because like you're really out here hurting the brand type stuff. But um <laughs> But if it's just like petty stuff between the family or like between a couple friends, it is what it is. And and also, I think it kind of depends on, like, how young they are. So, like, if they're maybe early 20s doing this, eh, maybe that's just, like, their way of, like, lashing out because they're young and confused. If they're much older, like, 30s going on 40s and they're still doing this, it's kind of, like, ridiculous. But it's like you've had, like, 30 to 40 years on this planet and you're still doing stuff like this. That's ridiculous. But even, uh, I mean, of course, it, it is ridiculous at, at that age. But like, you don't think it's still ridiculous at the age of twenty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even no, I, st- I, I definitely young. still think it's ridiculous at that age. I would just say I'm, I'd give it a little bit more leeway, maybe because um, I've seen a lot of young kids, not young kids, young adults, I should say, act out towards their parents because they either might not understand the specific situation they're going through, maybe the feelings that they're feeling, and just in the world, um, you know. A lot of uh, young adults make mistakes of getting angry at their parents because of their mistakes in life. So maybe I would chalk it up to that, try to give them the benefit of the doubt. If it continued to progress throughout the late 20s, early 30s, then to the late 30s, early 40s, then it's kind of like, all right, but well, you haven't grown up at all, you know. So I'd give them a little bit more leeway in their 20s compared to if you were in your 30s or 40s. You know, I got to... I had a question, and it's kind of, it's crazy how you use this. So you, at one point you said 22-year-old kid, correct? And then you switched your language. Why do you think that, and I feel like I I see this, and obviously I'm, I'm affected by this. But why do you think that, like, some people in their early 20s, 
like some 22-year-olds, right? Why do you think some of them are looked at and perceived as kids while other, like, 22-year-olds are kind of perceived as adults? Mm. That's a good question. Because I do feel like there are times where, like, people will perceive a certain 22-year-old and just be like, oh, you a kid, you a kid. But then they'll see another one and they, like, treat them like an adult. They they don't give them that same treatment that they give another twenty two year old or another twenty year old, mm-hmm. and I think I think it's kind of like a fucked up scenario. Like why treat one like a kid, another like adult? Why not either treat them both like kids or both like adults? And also, even though we are young, why are even twenty two year olds still perceived as kids? Okay, I would say, kind of going backwards. I think the reason that twenty two year olds are even perceived as kids in the first place is because. We not we might not be kids in the sense of actual children, but we are kids in the sense of adults. We're like the kid version of adults, you know, like sub adults in a way. Um, but why don't we? But why? But like I've noticed, especially when talking to older people, they don't even say young adults. They, they say, say kid. kids. Yeah, I think it's just the term. Really, that's really just how I think it. I don't think there's any type of disrespect behind it. I think it is just like a term that we use, you know, even I say, talking to fellow peers, sometimes I've explained stories to you, bro. It's like, yeah, I met this kid. Now, in no way, shape or form is he actually like a 10 year old boy. He's like a 22 year old man my age, but like, I met this kid, it's just easier to say. So I think a lot of it has to do with just our language as a society, as a people and just- I don't necessarily think it's easier to say. I don't think it's easier to say. Well, it might just be more you normal just say, for I you to this, say kid. Could you also just say, I met this man? True. Man and kid. I don't I don't think it it costs any more effort to say man. And stuff All right. Well, that's a, that's a fair point that you bring up. And it might not it might not cost more of an effort to do so. But I think subconsciously we just choose that term just because it's, I don't want to say easier to say because that's what I said earlier, but like. It just kind of, it just kind of comes off the top of your head. He's like, "Yeah, I met this kid," you know. It's kind of like how we say, "I met this nigga." It ain't really a nigga; he's a man. But like, I met this nigga, <laughs> you know. It's just kind of like wordplay, I guess. I just find it. Um, I just find it interesting because also I feel like uh, in certain scenarios, it's crazy because like you, you. They'll call you a kid, or you call me a kid, right? But if if I do something, let's say if I commit a crime, all of a sudden you're not calling me a kid, and you're going to want me persecuted like an adult. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I just think kind of like like the term is funny, because it's like, okay... I've heard I've heard many many older adults, and obviously you know they they perceive us differently. But it's like you call me a kid, and you might even treat me like a little bit like a kid. But if I was to come in here with the blicky and shoot Sarah, all of a sudden I'm not a kid no more. That's an adult action. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're doing when you do that. And, but but if I don't kill nobody, I don't know what I'm doing at 22. Well, because I'm still doing adult. You know what I'm? Because I'm still doing adult things. I've been doing adult actions. You know what I'm saying? Waking up and going to work, being there on time and adult action, paying bills, adult action. Well, this is taking care of my taking care of my household. Not saying I have a family to take care of, but like the household I have, taking care of it, adult action. You know what I'm saying? Like I pay taxes, adult actions. I'm doing adult actions already. 
It just seems like when I do a Jurassic adult actions, I'm now an adult compared <laughs> to before. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I hear you. Um, and I kind of wanted to a- answer the the other question that you had posed, um, the one of why are some uh, kids or young adults treated as one kids and the other one adults. I think it is through your actions. I believe mm-hmm. the more you display um, said adult so how actions. how you carry yourself. Huh? Yeah, how you carry yourself, um, mm. the more respect you would receive. And the more respect that you demand, I believe the more people are people are more likely to treat you like an adult and less like a kid. Um, so now, now, now I do got a question. Yeah. And you can answer this based off of how you do it or how you believe it should be done. But how do you go about demanding respect? Ooh, I like that one. One, I think posture is important. Um, mm. Proper posture, standing up, like, like standing that. up straight, um, sitting up straight, especially when you're talking to someone. Very important. Two, eye contact. When you're talking to someone, you look them in the eye. You don't try to shy away from it. You don't look down. You don't hold your head down. You you um, you look at them in the face when they're speaking to you. If you're walking on the street, hold your head high. Don't hold your head down, like look on the ground. I remember my mom always used to tell me this. She's like, yo, if you're walking on the street, don't hold your head down. Like that doesn't show confidence. That doesn't show like someone's supposed to respect you while you're walking. Hold your head up high, like be proud of yourself. Um, When you're talking, um, I guess enunciate would be what you you would say. Project your voice. Like, actually, like, yeah. yeah. Like, talk so people can yeah, hear exactly. you. Not, like, just, don't, like, mumble under your exactly. breath. Exactly. Don't shit. whisper. Don't shy up. Like, you have a voice. Use it. Like, say it with your chest, as people say, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I would say don't don't be afraid to put someone in their place, regardless of who they are. Like, if some if someone crosses a line, whether that be family members, whether that be friends, whether that be a stranger you just met two minutes ago, if you feel as though... What they are doing is infringing on your boundaries and infringing on mm-hmm. your safety or anything like that, and you feel some type of way. You need to you need to make that notified. You know, like listen, I have this boundary. No one crosses it. Not even you. It don't matter who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. If you set that those kinds of guidelines, people are more likely to have respect for you, and to more likely to treat you like an adult. You know. Um, I would say this, a lot of the conversations I have with older gentlemen and older ladies, um, they treat me with respect because of how I carry myself, you know? The questions mm-hmm. that I ask, mm-hmm. I ask very thought-provoking questions so they know I'm not a regular kid who's on TikTok dancing and trying to gain followers like that. Like The mm-hmm. questions that I ask, I ask for the benefit of my future oneself, family, um, wife, kids, all those things, you know? Um, Questions that they ask are like how to be a better man, how to be a better husband, you know, how, what types of things that I can do in my 20s that would benefit me well into my 30s and 40s. I feel like Mm -hmm. those types Mm -hmm. of questions are questions that someone who is, someone who is thinking about their future and wanting to know what's the best options that I can make as an adult um, to survive in this world, you know, so... I'd say those things would be what I would think of in order to gain respect 
um, those are the questions you would either ask or how you carry yourself. Now, my question for you is: Do you have do you have another way of thinking about that, or, or are you kind of on the same page? Um, to be honest, I'm 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 pretty much on the same page. Uh, and to kind of go back a little bit, you know, kind of like how to not be perceived as a kid is how you carry yourself. Yeah, true. And I believe how kind of like how you're carrying yourself and demanding respect to me kind of go like hand in hand. I think it, it's like if you carry yourself a certain way, you will demand respect. And, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Of course. And like a certain, a certain, I think it, I personally think that they both go like hand in hand. It's like if you carry yourself this way, you might only demand this much respect or you might not be respected at all. If you carry yourself this way, you put yourself more in a position to where people will see you more as a an adult, more as a man, more as a woman. And they will respect you to a certain manner. Uh, I, I I agree with you. Um, something that I was taught at a very very young age uh, by my father was like posture and like how to walk. Yeah, for real. Like you don't walk with your shoulders slumped. You walk with your uh, shoulders back, chest up. You know, look people in the eye. I think eye contact is huge. I think also a part of the man and respect is like having confident. confidence. Yeah. A lot of the people I feel like who are respected are people with confidence, confidence. as well. Yeah, for real. So. I would throw that in. And it's also like people also not saying this is right, but a lot of times I feel like people correlate competence and like competence. Mm. Like if you're confident and it's kind of like we, we, if we, we've joked about this many times with many things that we did. It's like, yo, if you just do something confident enough, like people believe yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, people just take it. Like they just expect that. Like, Oh yeah, this this is how yeah, it's supposed he, he knows, to be. Regardless he knows of if about. it's true or not. Yeah, but he knows that exactly. There, we have so many examples of the past. So many examples of us just being of things that we shouldn't have, Bruh. things that we like shouldn't have For done, real. or like we really had like no, no idea. idea. We, we had no business being here. No clue. No business doing For this. Real. But because we walked in there with confidence and act like, oh yeah, I'm I belong here. I'm be doing here. this. Like this is what's going just, to happen. They, they just accept they it. They just let shit rock. It's like, all right, you're supposed to be here. You're one of us. <laughs> exactly. And I think that goes a lot with, like, commanding respect as well. Like, you carry yourself like that. So yeah. people are like, okay, this is someone that I can't respect because they are confident. They are walking with their head high. They are at least somewhat intelligible. I think also how you talk. Everyone talks a little different. But I think when you're talking confidently and, and you are able to convey your thoughts in a certain way that others can really, I guess, either relate to or at least digest. I think that helps in terms of commanded respect. Also, like you said before, like not mumbling, like actually speaking with some time. You ain't got to have crazy bass in your voice. I ain't, you know, I ain't telling you like intimidate niggas, but like talk up. You don't got to scream. So people can hear you. Exactly. Um, I do think this too, this also, I believe, helps in terms of commanding respect. Um, like you respecting others as well. Like no one respects someone who doesn't respect others, you know? Like if you see someone who's disrespectful, are you really going to necessarily have respect for that person? Like they can't even properly talk to someone without necessarily like being rude or something. So I think having some type of respect for others as well goes into um, like kind of demanding respect and getting respect, mm-hmm. you know, to a certain extent. We all have to be respectful to each other. Of course. Or society won't really, like, function. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that last one. And, uh, 
So I believe, like, to a certain extent, even if you ain't never met this person, you there still has to be a level of respect. Like, I ain't going to come up here and call you a bitch. Yeah, I ain't going to call, call you, like, you know, yeah. ho-ass nigga or something be cordial. like that. Oh, for real. He'd be cordial. Exactly. Exactly. And I think when you do that as well, um, it's, re- it's, re- you it's reciprocated. Respect. Exactly. And I think it really is how you carry yourself. Because, like, I've noticed, and I've had this happen to me many times, a lot of people... Um, when they when I tell them I'm 22, they're very surprised. Mm-hmm. They don't really expect it. Expect me to be 22. A lot of people think I'm like 26, 27, just based off of just like how I carry myself, especially in like professional manners where I know, you know, I just chilling with my niggas. So like I watch more what I say. I'm, I ain't gonna say I'm more proper, but I just carry myself a little bit differently. And Not to mention, bro, I've when noticed, you like, have like facial hair on your face, you look like 25. I remember it makes me look year, older, man. bro. You look hella old. You much, oh, much older. Much older than you actually were. Bruh. Bruh. The amount of facial hair definitely helps. And that was when I was rocking the beard, too. <laughs> that was when I had, like, now, you know, I'm doing this little goatee shit. But that was when I had the full-on, like, beard. Bruh. beard. Yeah. I've, always, bruh, I've always, people always thought I was older than what I looked. Definitely just between the beard and just how I've always, like, carried myself. It was, it, it was, I remember one time in the fucking car freshman year. I don't know if you remember this. We were taking an Uber. I think we were going to the mall or something. We actually might have been going to the mall so I could pick up a gift for Joe. Shout out to Joe. And My boy Yams. That nigga, facts. That nigga, we were 19 and he was talking to us. And I don't know, at one point though, like we told, like we basically told him like we were like 19. And he was like, what? <laughs> he was very surprised, bro. He was surprised yeah. that we were actually, like, that young. Yeah, yeah. So I do think a lot of it does come from just, like, how you how you carry yourself. Also, another thing, how you carry yourself also is, like, how you dress. True. So, like, if you are, like, a someone who's, like, groomed, who takes care of themselves, who you don't even got to wear expensive clothes, just wear clothes that, like, is, like, Fitting to your body, yeah, well put together. Like it ain't gotta be tight, but it like it fits your style type shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that goes a long way. And you know what's crazy? This is something I actually kind of start noticing. So, as the people here know, I'm at Mariah Tech. I work in a hospital. My hospital is a little different because in my department, there's no dress code. So if I wanted to come in in a hoodie, I could dead wear a hoodie to work. If I wanted to come in in slacks and a button-up shirt or even a suit, I can do that. Like, I have free range what the fuck to wear. All they care is that we show up. You know what I'm saying? And I used to literally wear scrub pants and a T-shirt every every time I worked. Every time I worked. Every time I worked. And then one day... I'm driving home as late. And I'm like, yo, why do I actually like dress up? Like, why do I actually like wear like like better looking clothes? So then my next shift, I started wearing like chinos. Those who don't know what chinos are, they're basically like khakis. But like that that's actually really what they are. They're like khakis. But they have them in like different colors. So like in black, not just a typical khaki color, whatever. So I wore that and just like a, a long sleeve shirt, 
Nothing too tight because like I'm, I'm trying to be professional, so I, I ain't trying to like show off in there type shit. <laughs> but like something that like is not too tight, but you can still kind of see my figure. So I look significantly better. And I pulled up there, and I put on a and they have a lab coat. So I was like, cool, I'll rock the lab coat with it too. And I noticed just like people, they just I kind of just started got. They just started looking at me differently. They started treating me a little bit differently. Some of the people I've seen, they're like, oh, shit, like, yo, you look like a doctor. People were, like, mistaking me for a doctor. I'm not no doctor, guys. But people were mistaking me for just how I started to dress. And I noticed people started treating me a little bit different because I started to dress a little different. I looked so much better. I carried myself so much better. And I'm like, damn, it's crazy because nothing changed but just how I started to dress. Because I already have the good posture. I already do the whole eye contact and all that other shit. But nothing changed other than just, like, I dress differently now. And I noticed the change in how people were treating me. How things were going. Mm. You know, I want to kind of come back to something you had said earlier. Um, It was a question you had posed to me, obviously. Um, And it was, why is it that some adults call us kids and then they also call kids our age young adults whatever they treat them with more respect piggybacking off of that my question to you is do you think our generation acts like adults or acts like kids in the first place damn damn (laughs) that's actually a really good question homie uh I think, damn, that's hard. I'm honestly, I, I, I'm leaning more toward acting like kids, and uh, I think here's why. Because, uh, you know, especially men, and also just like the narrative that's like being pushed now in terms of like, it's okay to be soft. Like it's okay to have off days. It's okay to. If you're not feeling like doing something, just don't do it. Like, that's okay. And, you know, you should express your feelings, express how you feel all the time. I think because of that narrative, uh, it has created a lot of just, like, soft-minded people. Um, Especially men. And, like, because of that, you look like a little boy. Like, you look like a child. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people now listen I understand we're still young so there's a lot of things that we just like are learning but I don't think a lot of people are like trying to carry themselves in that certain manner I don't think a lot of people are trying to take on a type of responsibility I don't think a lot of people our age are necessarily trying to like better their lives um, I think a lot of people our age are fine just being content fine just like staying in one place not necessarily trying to like better themselves or, or, or grow and that could be looked at as quite childish. And I think it's unfortunate, but I do kind of think that's just kind of how our generation is. I also think that the older generation doesn't necessarily respect social media and respect TikTok and all that other shit. And because of our generation, you know, we're pretty big into that. And because of the older generation not necessarily respecting it, I think they automatically look at it as kind of like, oh, they're kids doing all these dances, which... I do believe some of it is right, but I do believe like there is social like 
you can still make you can make money off of social media. Like if done correctly, social media is not just like for kids. But I do believe that the older generation does have a little bit of that perspective. So that doesn't necessarily help in the way that they're viewing us sometimes. But I do think that the majority of people our age act more like children and don't necessarily take on responsibility and essentially is like fine with going out all the fucking time and just like partying. Also, especially I'm noticing this in terms of like the work world, like everywhere is short staffed, like everywhere is short staffed and I work in the medical field, but there's like other fields that I know for a fact are short staffed. And like, if you're young, like now is the time, like we could be making bank right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, why is it so, why is so, why is everywhere so short staffed? Why is no one wanting to work? And yeah, we could blame the older generation as well, because like obviously they're probably thirty year olds and forty year olds and fifty year olds who could be working and they're choosing not to. But also, I still believe, especially now in our generation, like we could also put the blame on us. Like, why the fuck aren't we picking up these jobs? Like, what the fuck else are we doing? True, you know. And now nah, you're good. So you're you good. can kind of see, can you can kind of see why um, they might, or they have a reason to call us children at times. Because how we, Fair. I think how, as a generation, how we display ourselves, we don't display ourselves as having our shit together. You know, you see all the TikTok dances, you see all the stuff that we post on social media, guys being more feminine, ladies being more masculine. It's, it's kind of like the roles are reversed, you know, I, I feel like, and obviously I don't want to put too much on the niggas, but like, I feel like as men in our society, we do have a duty to be the strong. No matter what, we have to be the strong. I don't want to put... be the more responsible one. Of, you know, so if the guys in the generation ain't doing that, it's fair to say that we aren't acting like adults. I've heard Jordan Pearson himself say, like a lot of young men, they go through second adolescence. They tend to sit at yeah, their parents' bro. house. They either go out to work, but like that's really all they do. They just decide just to stay at home. And play video games. And, okay, yes. I'll be honest. I think there's a lot of niggas who just ain't working. Because, like, I'll say this. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to live at your parents' house if, like, you have a plan. You know? Like, if you're like, okay, cool. Currently, right now, I'm going to live in my parents' house. I'm going to just stack up as much money as I can. And in a, in a year, in two years, in three years. Yeah, that's the minority, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, the majority isn't yeah, doing that. I'm, yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. I'm not even disputing that. But I do think, like, there's nothing wrong with that if you have a plan to be like, I'm yeah, doing this yeah. to better myself. I agree. I also believe there are a lot of niggas who, like, are living with their parents who, like, also just aren't working. That's true, too. Who, like, just, like, don't. Yeah. Who just don't have a job. That is true as well. Not, I'm going to say niggas and bitches, but it's, that's, I think that's also, like, a huge fucking problem. Yeah. It's like, bro, it's like, you just... So how, how you can you no expect... Money? How can you expect the older generation to take you seriously when at the age that we're at now, when they were at that age, like, they were taking on more responsibility. They actually had, like, homes and children and shit. And don't get me wrong. I will say this. The generation before us had it different than we have it now, you know? Oh, each, gener each generation is different. Yeah. And it's, it's hard because, like, I'm, generation before us, they have the technology. Exactly, like we bro. Like we, it, it's, it's different. completely like different. We grew up different. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what I was saying, like, 
the market in a lot of things is different. Housing market. It's so much more difficult now to purchase your first home as a, as a young adult compared to the generation before us. You know, they were able to live off of one paycheck or two paychecks and take care of their family. Compared to now, you need both the husband and the wife to go work just to take care of two kids when you could have done that with three and four, you know? Um, so don't get me wrong. Times have changed and each generation kind of goes through its uh, trials and tribulations. But I feel if we want to be the generation that is the smart ones and the ones that figure this shit out, we kind of have to be the innovators to where we are able to we're able to go through all the bullshit of what social media has done to us. Because let's be honest, as much as it's a good thing, it has a lot of bad to it. And in addition to that, figuring out how to balance that kind of stress from that with just our regular lives and incorporating that into becoming an adult. I really want to learn this shit, man. And I, there's, there's a reason why I ask these questions to older men and older women. They've done this before me. Granted, they did it just a little bit different than I have. They didn't have the social media aspect of things. Mm-hmm. But I kind of cherish advice from older people because, like, there's things they know that we don't, you know. And every opportunity I get to speak to an older person, I kind of have, like, a, a tier of questions I always ask. I ain't going to go over it again because I've said it multiple times on the show at this point. But, like, I ask these people these questions and, like, I genuinely listen because I'm like, all right, what can I learn from you? Some people say, you know, invest while you're young, you know. Others say, you know, know how to do your taxes. Others say, you know, know how to save. Others say, know how to build your credit. Like, these are all things that they don't teach you in middle school, in high school, in college at times. Like, you got to take specific classes for these things. And if you don't take the classes for them, you don't really, they, you're shit out of luck because they, they don't teach you. Those are adulting things that you need to know how to do. They don't teach you those things in school, which is a damn shame, to be honest with you. But like, regardless, it is. A, you know, I got a, I got a question. Of course. Um, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but to kind of stay on like this topic. So you ask. I, obviously, I know I've I've seen you done it. Frankly, I do it as well. But you ask elders questions that that you believe will benefit you in the long run and help you with life. Correct? Yes. Yes, I do. Why don't you think other people our age do that? That's a good question. I think, and and this is just my personal perspective on this, I believe my peers in our age aren't thinking ahead. They're thinking for the now. Mm. And I was in the same I was in the same boat as them in high school. I guess, lucky for me, or just maybe the way I think, I kind of figured it out early. But I think a lot of people are too focused on making it big immediately, trying to make it big on social media, trying to make it big, you know, essentially overnight. And don't get me wrong, you can make a lot of money that way. However, there is something to be said about slowly grinding and slowly building up your chips over time because i feel if you do that it lasts longer compared to if you blow up overnight 
it is a lot. the The ride is much shorter, and mm-hmm. you're easily forgotten. I don't want to be easily forgotten. Frankly, one day I will be in the history books. Don't know for what. I know it will be for something positive, though. And the questions that I ask, I'm hoping that they will lead me to the direction that I want to go to where I can achieve that goal. Because I will achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what has to happen for me to get there. I set that for myself a very long time ago. And I'm going to figure it out one way or another. Just like how, and I admire this when you said it. I believe it was either sophomore year or junior year. One of the two. Early on, you're like, yo, bro, I'm too smart not to be a billionaire. I respect that 100%. <laughs> and I agree with it. We're too smart not to be. We're going to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of other people don't think the way we do. And frankly, that's just a loss for them. I have that way of my thinking and you have that way of your thinking as well. If they were smart, yeah, what they would do is every opportunity they got to speak to someone who was older, they would ask them, yo, what's one thing you wish you knew in your 20s? Early 20s. What did you wish you knew? What did you wish you knew? The amount of advice I've received just off of that single question is astonishing. Honestly. And there are times where like, I'll be at work see someone walking by me and I just say, excuse me, sir, may I ask you a question real quick? And um, they'll be like, yeah, sure. Ask them that question. They'll actually smile. I've had guys like stop, smile at me, think for a couple minutes. And this is the thing, this is the beautiful part about it because I know in that moment, they're like, this person is like trying to better themselves. And they give me a genuine answer. Appreciate it. Yes. Yes. I've had people thank me for asking that question. They're like, you know what? You're a very smart kid. They're going places. Thank you for asking that because like that kind of shows the care that you have in yourself. So I think if anyone's listening to this, man, and you want to make a change in your life, try that. You know, like any opportunity you get to ask an older gentleman, an older lady, whatever gender it is, ask them like, yo, like what's something you wish you knew? Back then, because bro, people make mistakes all the time. And if there's something that they did in the past that they could stop you from making that mistake too, shit, you never know, man. It can happen. Frankly, that's that's very true. And you said something earlier in terms of, and I definitely agree with this, you know, um, a lot of people our age, you know, they want, and I don't, I don't, I don't blame them. You know, and I I understand, but a lot of people want to make fast money. It's enticing, you know? bro. It's people, enticing seeing it from other people, bro. Exactly, and crazy enough. Well, I want to say two things about like making fast money. One, on social media, it looks like fast money, but like you never really know how long that motherfucker was grinding before before like they started exactly. making. Exactly. So like exactly. you think it's fast money. That motherfucker could be doing it for like eight years before he actually started to see for any real type of money. Exactly. Um, and also, uh, you only see the end Bible product. Verse. I don't mean to cut you, but you only see the exactly. end product. That's all you see. Exactly. You don't see the grind. You don't see the beginning part. 
You ain't see when nigga had like zero followers, zero. No one was buying their shit. No yeah, one was bumping their music, or no one was rocking with yeah, their shit. Bro. They just see the now when that person is like huge and like when Instagram is always enticing to have a bunch of followers and have a bunch of likes and you be the center of attention. And and, you know? and it's gonna be the same uh, thing. It's gonna be the same thing with us. When when the time does come sure. and then shit does pop off, like. People will say the same thing. It's like, oh, nigga, yeah, I've been here for a minute. Like, nigga, nah, bro, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, you don't even know. You don't even know to have it. Nigga, this is like a 15-year-long story, but you don't even know to have it. You know? Facts. So, like, like, and also, in, in terms of that, there's a, there's, a Bible, there's a Bible verse in terms of money. And it's Proverbs 13, 11. It goes, wealth won quickly dwindles away, but gathered little by little, it grows. It grows, bro. So it's that's like, that's my that's my belief. So, I I, I as as won. much as it it'd be nice to to blow up overnight and shit like that. I know, logically speaking, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be smart. You know, it'd be sweet. Don't get me wrong, because I'd love to stomp some niggas right now. But it wouldn't be the smartest thing because one personally can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself. I am not. I'm not mentally prepared for that yet. I know I'm not. Mm-hmm. God hasn't prepared me fully. I'm not fully prepared. I'm not mature enough. And I need to mature more, you know? Because I, when I, once once I gain this, bro, I don't want to lose it ever again. Yeah. Like, I want to get it once and then, all right, bro, for life. I'm living this way for yeah. the rest of my life type shit. I don't want to ever to fall back to going back to the hood. Ever fall back to having Thanks. to live on a fucking sofa. Going, going, basically going back to the same struggle that you never, bro. Came out. I would never want to eat ramen after it suck, that. It was suck to come out. Yeah, it was suck to come out the struggle to go back live in, live lavish, and then go, to back, go back to in. It was like damn, especially after you don't live lavishly. It's like damn, you man, had a taste of the cookie, nigga. I want to eat the rest of it. Thanks. You know, nigga said nah. I only had one bite. <laughs> <laughs> had one bite and dropped that show on the floor, nigga. It's like it's gone. <laughs> So like, <laughs> as much as it'd be nice to do, I know it wouldn't be logical, um, and I know I ain't ready for it. So what I'm merely doing is trying to set myself up for success by every time I get the opportunity to have a conversation with another gentleman, another lady, I'm able to ask questions, learn. Cause it, cause I've always heard this statement, you know, a wise man learns from a fool's mistake. So if I can learn from their mistakes and I cannot make those mistakes, you know, there's advice they can sure. get to me. So take that opportunity. And I encourage anybody who's in their early 20s who's listening to this to do the same thing. Yeah, I think the, you know, I think the, one of the main reasons people really don't ask those questions in terms of in our generation, in our age who ask those type of questions to elders is, uh, and then the difference between me and you is like, uh, we crave knowledge. Yeah. You know, yeah. We want, we like, we want that type of knowledge. That's true. Like that shit that we want to know. That's true. These are questions that we have thought about that we're trying to figure out. I think we both understand the value of knowledge. We both understand that, you know, frankly, just knowledge, you know, they say knowledge is power. And obviously, experiences are, are, are something that have a tremendous weight that you learn from. But there are some things that, like, you know, someone just gives you knowledge and now you kind of know, all right, maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. All right, maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. 
For real. And I think we, we crave that knowledge, especially just from people older than us, people who have uh are somewhat successful or even be even aren't successful but have lived a life to where they can tell us maybe what not to do, maybe what to do. And I don't think a lot of people in our generation really have that type like really have that craving for knowledge like like we necessarily do. And obviously there are people yeah. Who, who out there who who crave that knowledge? But I just don't think the majority of people in our generation really have what, that. They don't crave. That they don't crave knowledge. It. They crave attention. Facts, so they're focused bro. on the wrong thing. You know, because now, because that's, because like also like that's all that seems to matter yeah. now. Is that is that attention? Can I get your attention? Is that validation? I want your attention. I want that validation. Exactly, yeah. and that's what everyone wants, and that's the one thing that. Uh, social media really portrays yes. yes that's what everyone Protection. wants but it's fucked because like we do all this shit for likes we do all this shit to you know one day have our shit be on the for you page and everyone sees it for real. but you want to be the first like, when when you google search you're the first thing that pops up yeah and that's just cool now but also this kind of goes to like you know, what I also wanted to say about the whole wealth thing is, like, that's cool now, but, like, can you sustain it? For real. Like, can you hold on For to real. this? Because, like, any, listen, anyone can make a viral video. Anyone can make it. Nigga, I done made a fucking viral video. Like, but can you sustain And more that? often than not, can you keep they can't. It? Exactly. You know? Because there's so much competition for like, that. Exactly. And that's the same with wealth. You know, we all want that fast money. And let's say you all want this fast money, you want to blow up now, and then you get it. Can you? Can, but can, can you, you sustain, sustain it? it? Can you maintain it? Can you keep it? Yeah. Can you sustain it? Can you keep it? Can you flip it so it grows? Yep. Can you elevate it in any type yep. of way? Or are you going to have it, be so fucking excited you have it, don't know what to do, and then you lose it? And now you're like, fuck. You know? So my main thing is I whatever I get, Especially in terms of especially in terms of money, especially in terms of wealth, but also just in terms of like our company and our growth and stuff. Like, I want to have shit with like we can sustain that, like we keep, not like oh we get this and then we fuck it up and then like all right it's over. Like, the whole point is like to get something that you can really sustain and grow. And I do believe that talking to people older than us um, and trying to get value in terms of life, you know, we can really learn how to. to Sustain and keep the things that we would like, you know, and live the way that we would like to live. Yeah, man, for real. Um, I mean, once again, guys, for those listening, man, we we're in the same boat as y'all. You know, we're trying to figure shit out just the same. As much as yeah. me and Tyler, you know, we are very confident guys. You know, very outgoing guys. It has taken us a long way to get here, though. You know? Yeah. What, and even think about it. It's taken us a while. And even there be days where we kind of, yeah, we, like, we every day isn't the... <laughs> yeah. There are days where we kind of, we, we ain't necessarily feeling it, yeah, you know? For real. I'm very confident, but there are days where I wake up and I might not feel like that nigga. And it might just be a rough, it might just be a rough day. It happens, you know? man. It happens, it, happens. it happens to the best of us. It's taken us a long time to get to where we are now, you know, and it's going to take us an even longer time to get to where we want to go. But the whole point of life I'm kind of seeing is just like, yo, just the constant work. It's the constant push, you know, 
the other day I was like thinking about just like the shit that I've gone through in the past. And looking back on it, bro, I've been through some rough shit in my life. And I made it through. I somehow made it through. You know? So I kind of see every challenge at life as another obstacle that's going to make me to the man I'm going to be. And I would encourage anybody else to just look back on your life. Look on some of the craziest things that's happened to you. Some of the wildest shit that you've gone through. Whether that be you getting into fights in school, you know, losing family members, going through just tough times. Maybe you had a really difficult test. Maybe you even fucking failed a class. Like, something that made you extremely sad that you thought that, damn, I don't know how I'm making through this. Ten years later, you look back on that time. It's like, damn, I made it through that, though. You made it through. And you can do it with anything else, you know. It just takes time. It just takes effort. You just can't give up on yourself, you know. Each time I go and I ask these adults these questions, it's because I haven't given up on myself. Each time I come back and I hit record with my nigga Tyler, it's because I haven't given up on myself. Like, I'm keeping it pushing. No matter how difficult times get, I'm keeping it pushing. And here's the thing. I'm not better than anybody. I'm not better than Tyler. I'm not better than any of y'all listening. I'm a human being. We are all imperfect. No one's better than anybody. So if we can do it, best believe you can do it too. Before before we came on the show, bro, my nigga Tyler was giving me shit. I had to laugh. But I know it was it was out of genuine like care. We do this uh push-up test or like contest or whatever it was. Daily, challenges. Daily challenge. It's the daily, daily challenges. It's the daily bro. challenge. I haven't done any of them shits. Nigga called me out. I was like, yo, Trey, where's your, why are you not doing the push-ups each day? I, I, I had no excuse. I tried to, I tried to use the fact that I woke up. He's like, nigga, that's, that's, that's bullshit, bro. Like, you're doing them shit. <laughs> I started pulling out time steps. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he started pulling out time steps and shit. It was like, well, at 6.45, you texted me this. And we are starting to not. Like, bro, I had no, I had no excuse. So that's a good friend right there. He's holding me accountable. And right after we're done recording, what am I about to do? Do some push-ups. Send that shit in the chat. You got to hold yourself accountable, guys. And if you can't hold yourself accountable, find people who will. Because they will benefit your life greatly. I promise you. Big facts. And, uh, you know, we are getting to the end of the show. And around this time, we do do give advice. So, Trey, do you have any advice you'd like to? I kind of feel like the last (laughs) minute. The last part was was advice. advice. I ain't going for it. Um, I guess I could just reiterate a couple of things. Uh, for the, the ladies and gentlemen listening, uh, don't give up on yourselves. Just keep pushing, man. I know times might get tough. Uh, it's going to get a little bit rougher. Um, America has, has got a couple turbulent waters that we got to go through in the next couple of years. It's going to be interesting. Facts. But I believe if we go with God, you know, you go with your family, you stay loyal and true to yourself, you'll make it through. So um, that is my advice for you, man. Just keep pushing. I have, I have two things I want to say. Um, there are things that were touched throughout the podcast. One of them Trey actually just said, and I, I really fuck with it. Um, hold hold your friends accountable. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. If they your real ones, are they people that you really consider friends and they, and they really your niggas type shit, or they really your girls or whatever, um, hold them accountable. Frankly, if they ain't doing what they need to do, if they ain't doing shit that's going to better themselves, um, like tell him, you know, Trey just told the whole story about me kind of getting on his case in terms of, of the whole push up shit. And I, I know it's just push ups, but it's more than it's more than it that. Is. It's like the principle of being disciplined every day and to be able to do something, you know, 
physic either physically rough. I know it's twenty reps, and you know that that's you know that's easy to some and that's hard to some. But it's just the fact of you staying disciplined and you being able to stay disciplined every day and do yep. this. You know, like that's the whole bigger picture of the whole daily challenge. I don't give a fuck if you could do twenty push ups or twenty pull ups or twenty whatever. But it's the fact of you're gonna stay disciplined, you're gonna do this, and also you're gonna do something that's only gonna benefit you. Twenty push ups is only gonna make you better. Like it ain't gonna hurt you in any type of way. You know? But it's the principle of staying disciplined and you know, frankly, you know, I, I talked to Trey about it and you know, I've even said it in the chat multiple times, it's like I want the best for my niggas. And in order to be the best, you have to have some type of discipline. You have to be some type of discipline. And listen, I've called out everybody. And not everybody in the chat is even doing it. And I've called them bitches. And I've called them fat boys about it. And I'm not upset with what I said. And I mean every word of it. <laughs> because I feel like you should be able to do this. You know what I'm saying? And I want the best for my niggas. And sometimes, if, especially if you really want the best for someone, you got to apply pressure. You got to actually push them. You got to actually say some uncomfortable shit to them. And if they really the one for you, if they really your homies, if they really riding for you, they'll understand that it's out of love, you know, and that you really mean no malice about it. You mean no malice behind it. You just want them to get better and do better. Yep. So that'll be the first thing. And the second thing I do want to say is uh, carry yourself with confidence. I know some people have trouble doing that. I know some people deal with anxieties and, and you know, have a whole bunch of insecurities. Listen, I understand that. I've battled through my own demons and my own shit. But if you carry yourself with confidence, I, I I don't make a lot of guarantees or a lot of promises, but like I promise your life will get better. Cause people will respect you more and people also like confident people, you know? Yep. So that's what be my advice for today. Thank y'all for listening. Appreciate we you. Appreciate you guys, you know, rocking with you. Thank you rocking thank with you, us. Especially if you made it all the way to the end of the podcast. Also, thank you for the people who listen on a weekly basis. You know, we really do appreciate you guys' support for real. For real, like, yeah. Y'all don't even understand, man. <laughs> it's really cool, um, honestly. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. So, thank you, guys. Um, check out the Instagram. The Instagram is going to be NOA underscore podcast. The TikTok is NOA Podcast 1. All episodes are available on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Type in YouTube into a church. Type in NOA Podcast into the search <laughs> bar. And we're the first thing that pops up on YouTube. Also, subscribe to the channel and stay tuned. Every Wednesday, we have a Wednesday show that is available exclusively on YouTube. So please subscribe to the channel so you guys can see that. Um, yeah, and you guys take care. We appreciate y'all. Have a good one.